All right, good to see everybody. Saturday night and we are live. Welcome to the CTN audience, Facebook, Rumble. If you're on Rumble, make sure that you share. You're the only platform I have that even can share, so please share. Also, don't forget blackrobetv.com is our website. God bless you all. Glad that you are on 1555, correction, 55 minutes of fury. COVID-1984 video, let me set this up for you. This is the management board member at Bayer and head of the far of their pharmaceuticals division. Listen to what he has to say. Play it for me. Uh, we're really taking that leap, uh, us as a company, Bayer. Uh, in cell and gene therapy, which to me is one of these examples where really we're going to make a difference, hopefully, uh, moving forward. There's some, uh, ultimately, the, uh, the mRNA vaccines uh, are an example for that uh, cell and gene therapy. I always like to say, if we had surveyed two years ago uh, in the public, would you be willing to take a, a gene, th gene or cell therapy and inject it into your body, we would have probably had a 95% refusal rate. I think uh, this pandemic has also opened many people's eyes to, to innovation in the way that uh, was maybe not possible before. I mean, did you hear the guy just said there, Stefan, did you hear what he had to say? He said that if we would have been, I'll paraphrase for him, I'll actually translate for him. If we were honest and actually said that we were giving everybody a gene therapy, a gene therapeutic experimental mRNA vaccination, 95% of people would never have taken it. They would have said no. So you know what we did instead? We just bullface freaking lied. That's what they did. That mRNA vaccination that many people have pumped into their veins that's now killed them you know why it's killing them because it is giving them antibody enhancement dependence antibody dependent enhancement syndrome that is why you're seeing I actually have an interesting little bit little thing here I pulled up right before the show I want to read this to you this is off my uh, lap my, uh, iPad here this is from the US Center for Disease Control and Prevention uh, the CDC here's an interesting let me give you a, this is from the ethical skeptic to give proper credit since the week since week 14 of 2021 get ready for this is going to astound everybody even in the podcast room right now right here in the studio get this, this is brand new how many extra deaths have we had and this is this is these are young people this is uh the age bracket is i believe 20 to 49 that age bracket somewhere in there but this is from the CDC. This has all been hidden from you. This is why the CDC is refusing to release, I repeat, refusing to release hospital statistics on those who are vaccinated. Extra anomalous, anomalous, anomalous deaths, in other words, unexplained deaths, from week 14 of 2021. Well, what happened in week 14 of 2021? Everybody started to take the vaccination, right? Well, how many extra deaths have we had? 197,314 extra deaths when compared with that same bracket of time the year before. You know what that sounds like? Sounds just like the military, doesn't it? 197,314 extra deaths since, since that time last year, since week 14, which is what? Basically, let's see, uh, January, February, March, April, since basically April of last year, middle of April last year. We've had all those extra deaths, very strange. And I just want everybody to know they're going up. 
They're going up. We are going to see the greatest Holocaust. Stalin will not compare. Hitler will not compare. Mao Zedong will not compare. Mussolini will not compare. Nobody will be able to Xi Jinping will not be able to compare. Even the worst of all, Vladimir Putin, will not be able to compare to the vaccine effects, the vaccine adverse effects that you are going to see, including death. Daniel Horowitz tweet, 90%, get this now, 90% of the deaths in the UK, in England, are now among the vax. 90% of COVID deaths are those who are fully vaccinated. CDC already said they don't want to share the US data. I wonder why, and I've been telling you this for months. So when people like me, people like Rodney Howard Brown, people like Daniel Horowitz, people like that, I'm not equating myself with anybody, I'm just telling you, when they tell you things like, you know, maybe you ought not to rush into Ukraine and think that Vladimir Zelensky is going to be nominated as a saint sometime soon. Maybe you want to listen because these are the things that people like us have been saying for over a year now, for really two years of 15 days to flatten the curve. The CDC already said they don't want to share the U.S. data. They, the CDC right now, and that's a New York Times article that is hardly a bastion of right-wing conspiracy theory. The New York Times has put out the article that right now the CDC is actually hiding. It's refusing to release its hospital data right now actively they're also refusing to release the efficacy of the boosters on people 18 to 45 or 49 years old they're refusing to release that too why would that be because if they did an article would come out just like this this is why we are getting a fourth dose but rather this is why we are getting a fourth dose but rather than it being pfizer it's Zelensky. This is exactly what is happening. They are trying to hide that which they did. And let me tell you this, when you see the Ted Cruz's of the world, the Sean Hannity's of the world, and many other, and even Josh Hawley of the world, all jumping in on the sainthood of Voldemar Zelensky, they're all jumping in, whether they're talking about no-fly zones, whether they're talking about military intervention by NATO or the United States, whatever it may be, or just the overall satanic nature of Putin in comparison to the statehood of uh, the sainthood of Zelensky, by the way, both of which are World Economic Forum actors, both of which are totalitarians, both of them are. They are both dictators. Voldemar Zelensky has been waging war against his own people for years. He's locked up all of his opposition political parties. He's locked up, well, he's shut down all of his opposition media. That is hardly a democracy. So when you see all of these right-wingers jump on board, what are you saying, Tom? You're pro-Putin? No, I'm not. Not at all. Putin's evil. So you're pro-Zelensky? No, I'm not. Zelensky's evil. If you're from the World Economic Forum with Klaus Schwab, which both of them are, you are evil. But this is all about covering up the atrocities that they've caused, right and left, the right side of politics and the left side of politics. This is what happens with the right wing. The right wing is terrified not to jump on board because the left, whenever, whenever like I've said for, for the last couple of weeks, the left presents you with a problem. Then they offer you their solutions, which are worse than the problem. And then because the right is terrified to be called names like xenophobic, racist, pro-COVID, 
anti-life-saving, whatever it may be, they're afraid that the left is gonna call them, their name's gonna be in the New York Times, their name's gonna be on CNN as a murderer because they don't wanna wear a mask, all of which turns out to be fraudulent and fake over time. The vaccines will stop transmission, fake. The vaccines will stop, stop infection, fake. As you're seeing now, they don't wanna release the hospitalization data, so the vaccines will stop hospitalizations, fake. Hospitals, I mean, the vaccines will stop death, fake. So what happens is the right wing jumps on board because they're terrified terrified of the left wing media calling them names or left wing politicians calling them names. So they jump on board with mask mandates. They jump on board with no fly zones. They jump on board with vaccine mandates. They jump on board with military intervention in the Ukraine, whatever it is. They jump on board with calling Putin, Satan and uh, Zelensky a saint. They jump on board with all that because if you don't now, you'll be called pro-Putin. You'll be called pro-Russia. So they jump on board and they're actually complicit in causing all of the problems. And then what the right tries to do is come and mitigate the damage they helped cause. That's what they're doing right now. Well, we're against the mandates. We're against vaccine mandates. We're against vaccine passports. But you pimped and hoard the vaccines yourself. You yourself are vaccinated. You see what they do? Now they're suddenly, they, they all wore their masks on the, con, on, the, on the congressional floor with the exception of people like MTG. They all, could, they all complied, they all should. What happened if all, if all 47 or 48, I think it was 48, 48 Republican senators didn't wear their masks? What if, what if all 212 Republican congressmen and women didn't wear their masks? They didn't, they all complied with the exception of very, very, very few. And even those still wore them at least periodically. What if they all stood up, but don't they all comply because they don't want to be called names? So then what happens is the problem explodes in their face, which is what is happening now. And then they try to mitigate the problem that they are complicit in causing. This is what you're going to see in the Ukraine too. They're all jumping up just like they did with COVID. The right wingers all jumped on board with COVID, shut their churches down shut their businesses down, shut Congress down, shut, shut the Senate down, shut America down, shut the, the global economy down, cost 300 million people to starve to death. They, and now what they're trying to do is cover up what they did. Both the right and the left is trying to cover up what they did. Right now, that's why, that's why they are refusing to release the information. And then out of the, out of the UK, 90% of their COVID, 90% of their, is it 90% of their COVID deaths? I thought the vaccination stopped deaths. Well, of course, Tom, you know, of course it's 90% of the COVID deaths are the fully vaccinated. Why? Because 90% of the population is fully vaccinated. That makes absolutely no sense when you swore that these vaccinations would stop the death. You, you, you swore if you're the CDC, Anthony Fauci, the World Health Organization, you swore that these vaccinations would stop death. But here you are, 90% of the deaths in the UK, which by the way is identical to here, unless somehow or another we are biologically different than citizens of, the, of, of Great Britain. We are not. It's exactly the same here, hence the reason the CDC is hiding it. And I've been saying that for months. They're hiding the hospitalization data. They are hiding the death data. And lo and behold, it's very, very, complete, uh, very, very convenient that suddenly a World Economic Forum, Forum enticed war happens to occur between two World Economic Forum members, Putin and Zelensky. Very strange, isn't it? Right, let's go to the next one, Will. Now, yo, th now you think they're pulling back, don't you? 
You think that they're pulling back? You think they're pulling back their COVID mitigations and their COVID mandates? Well, let's look. Breaking the United States Senate voted to repeal Joe Biden's health care vaccine mandate. All the Republicans voted for it. The, well, not all the Republicans, I guess. The vote was 49 to 44. Not one Democrat. I want to know which Republicans didn't vote for it. The vote was 49 to 44. I'll bet you I know. I bet you it's Mittens Romney. I bet you it's Susan Collins or Lisa Murkowski. One of those. The vote was 49-44. Not one Democrat had voted in favor of repealing Joe Biden's health care vaccine mandate, which, by the way, they've already lost in federal court. They've already lost it in federal court. It's already been, already been repealed by injunction. But yet here you have the Democrats refusing to actually take it down, even though it's, oh, they've already lost in court. They've already lost. Why did they lose in court? Because they're saying, why on earth, this, here's the judge, this is a, these are just some radical thoughts that the judge had in this case. Why would you mandate a vaccine to, that, to stop transmission when the vaccine doesn't stop transmission? So if you have an unvaccinated nurse and a vaccinated nurse walk into the same room, the vaccinated, the un, the vaccinated nurse actually carries more virus than the unvaccinated one. So why in the world would you mandate for the sake of, of stopping transmission, a vaccine that doesn't stop transmission, hence the reason why they're losing in every federal lawsuit in the United States right now. But yet the Democrats still refuse to officially pull down the vaccine mandate for healthcare workers that in any way, shape or form work for the federal government, including private contractors, which is just about everybody in some form or fashion. Now this next video I wanna warn you about, this is one of the most disturbing videos that I've seen. And here's the title of it. If you test positive in China, this is absolute fact, you are forced to go to a camp and the CCP will beat your dog to death with sticks. Warning, highly violent. Play it for me. so let's just break this down first of all you got the two satanic clowns in there with their full biohazardous suits for on why because a dog carries covid just so you know all the all the idiots out there dogs carry covid almost 100 percent of them carry covid it is what it is it's how it goes. And the two idiots with their biohazardous suits on, both of which have a 0% chance of dying of COVID, but they have biohazardous suits. This is such a fraud perpetrated on the entire world. Anybody who fell for it, why would you listen to them when they tell you to go into Ukraine, when they tell you that Voldemar Zelensky is a saint, why would you believe them? This is them. That video is them. It doesn't matter that that's the CCP. The people in the United States that pimped and hoard vaccines that are now killing millions of people with our, with our deaths up 197,314 in young people from, Mar from March of basically from the 14th week of 2021 in comparison to the 14th week of 2020, our deaths are up 197,314 and it's not long COVID and it's not COVID. But these are that type of people those are the people that are allegedly trying to save your life with COVID. 
and they beat an innocent animal to death. Not to mention those exact same clowns are the ones who are locking up the Uyghur Muslims by hundreds of thousands, raping them, doing experiments on them, putting them in concentration camps, and torturing them, and murdering them. Why would you listen to anybody who propagates COVID-19 ever in life? That's the heart of those people. All right, let's go to John Cordillo. This, this, this is Pfizer's list, list of vaccine side effects. You really can't, I just, I, I couldn't show you because it was just too much to show, but it basically starts, I believe, on page nine or 30. I can't remember. Do you remember, Aaron? Page nine, it runs for how many pages? Do you remember? I don't know. It's like many pages, several, several pages. And this is just one of those pages, or maybe you condensed them all onto this screen. I don't know, but it's page after page after page of vaccine side effects, in which, by the way, here's the extra bonus. They never told you any of these things. They told you what? That it was those two words, safe and effective. Absolutely not. Remember when too many of you called us conspiracy theorists for warning you about this? Exactly right. Maybe it's time to listen to people like me. Daniel Horowitz tweet, Republicans preparing billions of dollars for Ukraine with no end game to be placed in budget, yet not a penny for the millions injured from the shot that was shoved on people without any liability. Correct. You know, we're going to send, I believe it's 22 billion Something like that, 22 billion we're gonna to send to the Ukraine, a country, the United States of America, that's $30 trillion in debt, $100 trillion worth of un unfunded liabilities. This is we're just gonna keep writing checks to people that we have absolutely no strategic interest in their region whatsoever. Well, Tom, you've got to save the innocents. Believe me, my ministry has already, has already committed to sending thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars to the people of Ukraine. Absolutely, we will have already, I've already committed to doing it. We are doing it. I've already committed to a ministry, partnering with a ministry. We are already doing it. I am doing my part. I love the innocents both in the Ukraine and in Russia because just like the rest of us have learned during COVID-19, you have the bourgeois elitist World Economic Forum alleged elites that are running the world. We don't need to fight their wars anymore, ever. We don't need to fight another war for George Bush. We don't need to fight another war for Volodymyr Zelensky or Vladimir Putin. We don't need to fight a war in Afghanistan. We don't need to fight a war in Iraq because there's no interest for us whatsoever. Many people have had their lives destroyed, their legs blown off, they're paralyzed, they've lost their husband, lost their son, and that's forever. There is no act two, there is no sequel or prequel. Those people are never coming back, and for what? For Joe Biden to 25 years later just yield Iraq back to basically the mullahs of Iraq, who now they're called the Emirates of Afghanistan, yield back their, everything that Americans fought and died for, including Bagram Air Force Base, which has great strategic interests, yield that right back to them, along with $82 billion worth of high-tech United States military equipment, making the Afghan army the 26th largest army on the planet overnight. Bob Tweet, 200 people, get this now, 200 people died in the USA today from vaccine-related injuries. 200 people today, that's 3-2. Four days ago, three days ago. Where are the headlines? 200 people died of the vaccine. 200, 200 people died. That's, what we, that's the ones we know about. They aren't side effects. They are the effect. That's exactly correct. Aaron Ginn tweet. Mask outdoors on Monday. No mask. Here's Joe Biden. Mask again today. Who is giving Biden this mindless mask advice? Get Kelly tweet. Go to that one, VP2, masking outdoors to meet with Durham NC students. So it's already been, this is all this week. 
It's already been proven, masks do absolutely nothing, but yet you still have these people, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and all the leftists and all the leftist globalists, all the World Economic Forum people still wearing their masks. Why is that? Because it is a, swear, it is a pledge of allegiance to global totalitarianism. It has nothing to do, it has nothing to do with stopping a virus or mitigating the effects of a virus. It is a pledge of allegiance. It is a mark of the beast. It's not the literal mark of the beast. It is a mark of the beast. It is a pledge of allegiance. It is a, it is a sign of loyalty that you are on board with the Justin Trudeaus of the world, the Scott Morrisons of the world, the Boris Johnsons of the world, the Klaus Schwabs and the John Kerrys and the Barack Obamas in the world. You're showing that you are going to, you are willing to strap a lie. You are willing to strap nonsense on your face. And by the way, that's been from day one, from March of 2020. You are willing to do that to show that you are on board with what is the end game. The end game being the vaccine passport that he causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. That is the end game. The vaccine passport has not gotten there yet until it's on your right hand or on your forehead. It hasn't gotten there yet, but it is heading that way and that is the end game. Look at the hypocrisy. Play it for me will hey everyone the state of the union is over and we no longer have to socially distance because science you know they wanted us all spaced out all throughout the house well political science won again so will th th or aaron throw that up side by side for just a second i want to just show you this if you can the last video the lauren bobert one if you can there you go just mute it and just let it roll I just want you to see all this now. See how, see how they all are, real close to one another, right? All right, now we'll get ready. Switch over to the pic uh, that, was, that was actually taken during there. Now see them all social distance? So it's all theater. It's all theater. It is all propaganda. It is all about getting you in line. It is all about getting you to concede. It is all about getting you to comply. When they're on camera, when they're on camera over here, look at them all social distance. And then the Lauren Bobart video, there they all, all night, yeah, there you go, excellent job guys. Then look at how close they are. Now that they're off the camera, no problem whatsoever. So what does this have to do with your health? Absolutely nothing. It has to do with marking you, distancing you, controlling you, crushing you, and making you so crushed that you run to the government for solutions instead of running to Jesus Christ, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus, Philippians 4.19. But that's the point, and 99.9% .9 of churches globally complied with these fools and morons who don't comply themselves with their own COVID mitigations. Go to the next one for me. Here's Biden right here. And yesterday, he was wearing a mask all alone in an open field. In open field all alone. So what was the point of him wearing a mask all alone in an open field outside? And then he does this, COVID theater. Saying to Klaus Schwab, look at me comply. Saying to Americans, you know what? We're gonna bring back the masks. Saying to Americans, you better comply because I'm complying. Saying to Americans, this actually makes sense. It makes absolutely no sense. Seth Dillon tweet, oh, is this a video or a tweet? Video. Yeah, play it for me. Oh, you can't go, you can't go hug, you can't hug, you can't hug. Sorry. I didn't know she was going to run up on him. Oh, my God. 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 O
So your child can't hug an aunt, a, a uh, what do you call Winnie the Pooh at, at, at Disney, whatever you call him, a, a, a character at Disney? You can't, your child can't hug a character at Disney in full, in full, in full uniform, in, in full costume, fully protected. Your child, a little tiny child, which is not a, never ever is a significant vector of COVID-19, can't hug a fully covered uh, animal at Disney. Can't, can't hug Winnie the Pooh at Disney, mascot at Disney. But Joe Biden, who mandates all of that, is sitting, is standing right now, is standing right next to 80-something-year-old Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer, basically at kissing distance. They, they can do that absolutely fine. 79-year-old Joe Biden, 80-something-year-old Stephen Breyer, they're just right, right next to each other, and they can do whatever they want. Explain the science behind that. I, I would love to know the science behind it. Number one Waffler video, Australian health official now admits the vaccinated are now dying from myocarditis. Play it for me. Um, yes, it, all, it, all, it does concern us when there are deaths at home. Uh, what I've, from the few reports that I've been seeing, uh, cons- we're seeing reports of, of people having an illness for a short period and then, and then su- uh, sudden deaths. And we've reported about those earlier on. That's been reported. Um, elsewhere in Australia, around the world, where it's myocarditis, which, which, I'm, which I think I've referred to on a previous occasion. Um, but we are certainly keeping a close eye on those, particularly when there are deaths. We investigate those particularly if there's anyone who's died at home. Uh, yeah. And this is why you have the Ukraine. They're having to come out and admit it. We prayed for it on this show. Tom, are you taking credit? No, I'm giving Jesus credit. But we prayed for it on this show, and many of you agreed that all of the vaccine data would come to the light, that all of those that have abused people through the vaccines and through COVID-19 would be brought to justice and would be brought to the light. And it is beginning to happen. They have to admit it. There's too many bodies for them not to admit it. And that's the reason why they've thrown Ukraine at you. Where now it's the exact same thing. I believe I put it this way on Twitter. uh, The Ukraine is COVID-2. Z- uh, uh, Putin is the virus. Putin is COVID-19. Zelensky is, is Fauci. And the WEF is the CDC. It's exactly like that. It's exactly the way that it is. It's just, you know what? The, all of this information is now coming out and they need cover. They have to have cover. Listen, look into this story very quickly. Play it for me. Cheeky and as unpredictable as the balls he spun down the pitch, Australia has lost one of its greatest cricketers of all time. Shane Warne dying from a suspected heart attack aged 52 overnight. Police have revealed how a group of mates he was holidaying with in Thailand tried to save his life, attempting CPR before an ambulance took him to hospital where he was pronounced dead. No history of heart problems, and this is one of many, many, many that we have seen so far, over and over and over again. And I just shared with you the CDC data showing 198,000 extra deaths in the United States in 2021, and that's from 18 to 49 in 2021. This is not COVID, folks. This is the vaccine. Let's stop pretending that it's not. If you're somebody who's vaccinated, you say, Tom, you're scaring me. Listen, you need to be prayed over right now. God will leach it right out of your body and heal all the damage that it's done if it's done any damage. 
Let's pray over you right now. Put your hand on the screen. Holy Spirit, for all those that have touched this screen, I pray over them right now. We receive out of the covenant of Jesus via your power, Holy Spirit, the leaching out of this vaccine and the healing of any damage that it caused. And Lord, we receive this to occur right now in Jesus' name. And Lord, continue to reveal, Lord, reveal the criminals that have pushed all of this COVID totalitarianism on us, all this vaccine totalitarianism on us, all of this vaccine mandate and vaccine passport tyranny on us. Reveal them, Lord. Bring them to the light that even the mainstream media would have to report because it's so bright and it's so out in the open that they would lose all the credibility they have left if they didn't report it. Lord, we pray that over the Fauci's of the world, the Walensky's of the world, the Klaus Schwab's of the world, the Biden's of the world, the Republicans that this fits into, the Democrats that this fits, to, it fits into. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray it. Lord, do it until the work is done. We want justice, Lord. We won't take it for ourselves. Vengeance is not ours, Romans 12, 19. But Lord, it does belong to you. And we ask you to take it in Jesus' name. Aaron Ginn video, the CDC director, listen to what she admits to. Play it for me, Will. Could we have improved? Um, well, you know, I think, I can tell you where I was when the CNN feed came, that it was 95% effective on the vaccine. So many of us wanted to be hopeful. So many of us wanted to say, okay, this is our ticket out, right? Now we're done. Um, so I think we had perhaps too little caution and too much optimism um, for some good things that came our way. I, I really do. I, I think all of us wanted this to be done. Nobody said waning when, when you know, mm -hmm. oh, this vaccine's gonna work. Oh, well, <laughs> maybe it'll work, it'll wear off. Um, nobody said, well, what if the next variant doesn't, it doesn't, it's not as potent against the next variant. So, quote, the CDC director admits that the vax is not 95% effective, as she claimed, and that she was overly optimistic. Where did she get her news from? Which she admitted right there in a nationally televised or a nationally aired interview from CNN. The leader of the CDC gets her vaccine information which said from CNN that the vaccine was 95% effective. So she goes, when I heard from CNN that the vaccine was 95% effective, she felt full of hope. And she propagated a lie that she knew was not true. She knew it wasn't true. She has the data. She could read, she, unlike the rest of us, whenever Pfizer releases anything, even though they're a, they're a national, well, actually an internationally owned company, then they have no right to privacy whatsoever except for certain things that are trade secrets, proprietary things. Other than that, they need to release it, which is why they've lost every federal lawsuit also, which is two, and that's why all their data is now coming out. But she had access to all that data from day one. She knew the page after page after page after page of the Pfizer report about the adverse effects during the development. I repeat, the development of the vaccine. She knew about that from day one and then still propagates what CNN says. So I think everyone should take great heart in knowing that the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the leader of that, Rochelle Walensky, gets her information from a liberal hack, web, uh, li liberal hack news source like CNN. This is absolute, this is what she said. See, there, this is why you have Ukraine. Oh, Tom, you're for Putin? No, I'm not for Putin. But just so you know, the leftists, 
The globalist elitists have been prodding Vladimir Putin to do this for years. He's been saying, I don't want the Ukraine and NATO, and they keep threatening to put the Ukraine and NATO, and he doesn't want intercontinental nuclear ballistic missiles on his border, just like we don't in Cuba. Vladimir Putin is evil. He's from the World Economic Forum. Voldemar Zelensky is evil. He's from the World Economic Forum. Who knows if they're not talking together behind the scenes? Voldemar Zelensky certainly has reached galactic celebrity now, hasn't he? Every, and if, you, if, I, if you're like, Tom, how can you say this? You could, you could suffer great harm. People could call you pro-Putin. I don't care. People call me uh, you know, racist, xenophobic, chauvinist, whatever. I don't care anymore. Those to me, whenever anybody calls me that, they are simply projecting onto me that which they are. Murderer, they'll call me. Somebody who doesn't care. The very people that like to suck babies out of the womb piece by bloody piece with a vacuum, they call me a murderer. When I'm sitting here, you know, they want to talk about 5 million alleged COVID deaths worldwide. And during that exact same time of two years to flatten the curve, there was 100 million babies aborted, all of which they're in favor of. AOC, who likes to say she cares about human life and cries at the border because of kids in cages, would be absolutely fine with that same kid. And when that kid is in the womb, sucking that kid out piece by bloody piece. That's who these people are. So that when they call you a murderer because you don't lock down, a murderer because you don't wear a mask, a murderer because you don't vaccinate, understand they are projecting on you that which they are. And the Republicans that don't call you those names but still comply are spineless little coward worms. Don't buy into the Republicans either. Buy into the Bible. Stand in the Word of God. Whatever the Word of God says without your filter, without your censorship, without your editing is 100% correct. Stand in it 100% of the time. Vigilant Fox video. This is scientific fraud. Dr. Robert Malone, play it for me. In my opinion, withholding scientific data is constitutes fraud. This is scientific fraud, in my opinion. If I was to publish a study in which I had a large body of epidemiologic data and I decided to only public, publish part of it because I wanted to advance some agenda, I would be guilty of scientific fraud. The paper would be withdrawn. I would be kicked out of my academic institution. I would be guilty of scientific fraud. That's what this is. And the CDC has, I've watched it over the years, become more and more and more a political arm and not serving its its function. This is the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. They are the the archive of information which physicians have relied on for decades through the for the through the MMWR publication they are the ones that are responsible for, for providing us the frontline data about what's going on and where it's happening they have stopped performing that function they no longer release that detailed information through MMWR they have become purely a political organization and an arm of the executive branch and what they have done is in my opinion obscene um, and it is part of what's underlied the attacks that Peter and I have sustained 
from the press, if you under, if you think about it, the underlying thesis is, well, the CDC didn't say that, so therefore you're spreading medical misinformation. But now we learn who's really been spreading medical misinformation is the CDC. I think we're all owed an apology. I think that this data that they have been withholding, it's not just the 18 to 49-year-old triple boost efficacy data. It is a ton of information. They've been intentionally withholding it. That's why we've been attacked. It is unjust. We are the ones, it turns out we are completely vindicated. We have been speaking truth, and it's a truth that's been hidden from the American public. And more important, it's been hidden from other physicians, and it's been hidden from public health authorities. That article was powerful if you look through it. The New York Times tried to hide it, and they dropped it on President's Day and they wrote it in ways that tries to obscure what's really going on. But what's going on here is criminal, in my opinion. Yes, uh, I wanted to ask, you, you just mentioned that that would be severe consequences if a scientist performs something like that. Will there be consequences for the federal government? So I've spoken repeatedly for, for those people that are within the government, we call them govies for slang, the folks working at the CDC that gave these interviews to the New York Times but wouldn't share their names, I think they are now at a point of choosing. There are going to be legal consequences, and I believe they have a choice, these government employees that have been participating in hiding this data. They can either be defendants or they can be witnesses. It is time for them to step up and speak out and if they want to do a whistleblower action, speak to uh, Senator Ron Johnson. His office is in business looking for this. And when the midterms are done and he's reelected and the Republicans take the Senate, he's going to be in charge of the Senate Subcommittee on Investigations. And I can tell you that he is ready to go. Would you like to? Uh, you know, I just add to that that this isn't the only area of concerns on data transparency. The FDA and Pfizer are being sued for release of their full dossier. Many of you know that there now is an accelerated release of the data. But the reluctance to release information on a biological product that each and every American is being asked, if not mandated, to take, the reluctance to do so should make everyone concerned. The other area of data transparency we're extremely concerned about is the Department of Defense epidemiological database information that was released on the, the January 24th Senate panel, a second opinion chaired by Senator Ron Johnson, and their lead attorney, Tom Renz, co-counsel um, Lee Dundas, presented the data. And the whistleblowers, in fact, did disclose their names, lead whistleblower being uh, uh, flight surgeon Teresa Long. And it's clear there is a many-fold increase across many disease categories among our servicemen year over year. The only thing that's changed is the administration of the vaccines in large numbers. So data transparency at this point in time will be an area that I believe Dr. Malone is correct, will be intensively investigated 
And for those who are close to the data, I think they do have a choice coming up. And it's going to be a matter of them making the right choice and where they want to end up on what side of history. So there you go. Dr. Robert Malone, inventor of mRNA technology, who said from day one, do not take this vaccine. And also Dr. Peter McCullough. Two euros. Make sure that you follow them. They also mentioned just a few things. I want to reiterate this to you. So starting in week 14, just like the military, the DOD data has come out. And they did a statistical analysis between 2016 and 2020. What were the averages in comparison to 2021? Same thing that's happened now. Starting in week 14 of 2021, in comparison to week 14 of 20. So you got week 14 to 52, 2021. Week 14 to 52, 2020. We had 197,000 more deaths in 2021, in that time frame, than we did in 2020, of people 18 to 49 years old, 197,000 increase. You know what that is? Facts. And just like the military, the DOD statistics, which are flawless, which are irrefutable, heart attacks are, remember what the average was? I mean, what they did, 2016 to 2020, what were the averages in in those years where there was no vaccination in comparison to 2021? Well, in 2021, there was an increase of 269% in heart attacks, 175% pericarditis, 285% increase in myocarditis, 467% increase in pulmonary embolisms, 1,000% increase um, uh, uh, well, that was never mind. I'll get to that in a minute. Three, 393% increase in Bell's palsy. Uh, flipping through here. Um, uh, neoplasm, skin cancer, 296% increase. Spontaneous abortions, uh, 306%. Neurological disorders, there it is, 1,000% increase. HIV, 590% increase. Chest pain, 1,529% increase. Hypertension, 2,181% increase. MS, 680% increase. Female infertility, 472% increase. Testicular cancer, 369% increase. Oh, what's what's the what is the common denominator in all of this the the years that that the people weren't vaccinated versus the years that people were vaccinated and when they were vaccinated everything including death exponentially goes up and it's only the beginning because we are only a year into this and the vaccine adverse effects, which isn't, Varys isn't the only one that can use that terminology. That's a CDC website, which is only, only putting out 1% of the available data, by the way, according to the Harvard study. Harvard, that bastion of right-wing conservatism in their criticism of the Varys report. Vaccine adverse effects are only beginning to surface now. And the DOD is, is absolutely the perfect sample for this because they are perfectly tracked and all of their information is irrefutable. It is right there in front of people's faces. There is no way to deny it. All right, Ian Miller tweet. In case you were wondering why we never hear anymore about how dangerous it was for Sweden to never use masks or impose strict lockdowns. This is why you have Ukraine. It's because they rank 57th in the world in death. They never masked, they never mask mandated, they never vaccine mandated, they never seriously locked down, and they rank 57th in the world in death. 56 countries, all of which, I'm almost, I, I can't say this, 
beyond a doubt, but if I go ahead and I look at that list, I can guarantee it's the case. I guarantee you the 56 countries in front of them, including the US, Australia, Canada, many others, England, were all heavy COVID mitigators, forced vaccinations, vaccine mandates, vaccine passports, forced lockdowns, forced masking, Every, you lose your job if you don't take the vax, which are all pulling back from now because the data is coming out and it's not politically expedient to be in favor of masking or forced vaccinations for now. But all of those leaders that are pulling back their COVID mandates are all holding, back, holding on to their emergency powers. They're pulling back the vaccine mandate, the mask mandates but they're holding on to their emergency power so they can do what? Re-implement the vaccine mandate, re-implement the mask mandate, re-implement uh, mass lockdowns. All right, Vigilant Fox video, Dr. Naomi Wolf, play it for me. What is the crime of murder? And, and it's different state by state, but you know, conspiracy to commit murder is pretty loosely defined in California Penal Code 182, for instance. And literally, now that we've seen the, the Pfizer documents those nine pages of harms, all the adverse effects. Um, the fact that people like Rochelle Walensky, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Collins, all the influencers who were paid as piano said safe and effective, this is this needs criminal charges. This could be conspiracy for murder. And he said that the media could be accessories to murder. Yeah, these people do need to help be held accountable both criminally and civilly. Everybody needs to be held accountable, including people like Rochelle Walensky, Anthony Fauci, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. Listen, Joe Biden as an example. He needs to be held criminally liable for withholding hydroxychloroquine, for with, withholding ivermectin, for withholding monoclonal therapies from people of whom they would have saved their lives. He withhold them, withheld those things, those valid medical treatments proven to increase the survival rate from 50 to 90%. He withheld them from people and people died because of it by the freaking thousands. He, as an example, along with Fauci, along with Burks, along with many others, Rochelle Walensky, the NIH, every Francis Collins, they need to be held accountable for their lies because what they did was if it didn't, if it didn't uh, go along with the vaccine orthodoxy, the remdesivir orthodoxy, the globalist how to treat COVID orthodoxy treatment schedule for, for COVID-19, if it didn't go along with that orthodoxy, they withheld the treatments from people, causing them to die, including people who are vaccinated, by the way. In one hospital in, in, in Miami, 66% of the people receiving monoclonal therapies were fully vaccinated. Joe Biden cut them off, his own people. That shows you who these, how demonic they are. The people that are beating dogs to death, just like Joe Biden. No different, Joe Biden. You're like, no, Tom, Joe Biden would never do that. He's got dogs all the time. Oh, really? Joe Biden's perfectly fine with sucking a human being out of its mother's womb, piece by bloody piece. Joe Biden is perfectly fine with delivering a baby breech with its legs hanging out of the mother's womb, kicking while inserting scissors into the back of its skull and then putting a, putting a vacuum in there and sucking its brain out and then selling its organs on the open market via Planned Parenthood. Joe Biden's fine with that. You don't think he beat a dog to death? They're all the same ilk. They are of their father, the devil, and they want to carry out their father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language for he is a liar and the father of lies. Yet because I tell you the truth, 
You do not believe me. Jesus speaking, John chapter 8, 44 and 45. Follow the lies, follow the deaths, follow the dead bodies, and you will find the Democratic Party, and you will find Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum, and you will find the devil himself. All right, Cain Marco, we'll get into Ukraine as much as I can. This is why this was a specific news site that's now been banned off of social media because they did this report. RT, they've been banned off social media. Play it for me. The most pressing concerns now is the humanitarian situation in Ukraine. The fighting there has severely disrupted supply chains and people are finding it difficult to find food. So here in Crimea, uh, efforts are being made to supply people who desperately need that food with various canned foods as well as sugar, salt, buckwheat, the essentials to see them through the worst of the fighting. In all, more than a hundred tons of desperately needed food, the delivery of which has fallen on Russia's emergency services. At stake are not only people's lives, but the goodwill of the population. The city of Melitopol, population 100,000. It was liberated by Russian troops largely without a fight. It is deemed somewhat safe and is the first destination for these humanitarian aid trucks out of Crimea. Russia's mission here is to liberate, not occupy, as stated by Putin himself. Within hours of delivery, thousands across the city headed for distribution points. Go to the stores, look around the city, and you'll understand why we're here. There are difficulties getting hold of products, medicines, and there are long queues everywhere. Citizens are very happy. Peaceful people are happy. As we spoke to more and more people, our understanding of what happened here over the last eight years grew clearer. A violent ideological purge, a reign of terror by the nationalists and neo-Nazis, where any ideology but theirs, any positive opinion of Russia, was brutally suppressed. Murders, kidnappings, beatings and threats abounded. While there wasn't all that much fighting here in Melitopol, that isn't to say there wasn't any. This Ukrainian T-64 reportedly tank was destroyed uh, when it was caught by Russian units entering the city. It, along with a truck and apparently an armored personnel carrier, which were... See, because they just put out a, ba a balanced uh, broadcast, a balanced uh, bit of news... They were banned off of social media. What did they say that was wrong? They were interviewing people. See, it's very complicated there. The very citizens that allegedly Voldemar Zelensky is fighting for in his quote-unquote democracy, they're the ones saying that there was a purge going on, a reign of terror by Zelensky's nationalists and Nazis who were purging, killing, torturing. Zelensky himself has imprisoned all of his political opposition and has shut down all opposition media. I repeat, all in both categories. And yet you'll hear Joe Biden say that we are there fighting for democracy. What democracy? There is a simply for putting out a balanced report, a balanced news report. They were pulled down. Unless you are 1,000% behind Zelensky and 1,000% against Russia, you're banned off of social media. You're banned off of news. Probably by Google, probably by Twitter, probably by Facebook. Does that sound eerily familiar to you? 
If you weren't 1,000% behind that this was a naturally occurring virus, you were banned off of Facebook. When you say that the vaccines kill people, you were banned off of Twitter. Does this all sound familiar to you? Because Ukraine is COVID-2 just wrapped in different gift wrapping paper. It is the exact same thing over and over and over again. Jack Posobiec video, I don't like Trevor Noah, but for once in his life, he actually got something correct. Play it for me. A lot of people on TV didn't expect a war like this to happen in, let's say, certain neighborhoods. This is not a developing third world nation. This is Europe. These are prosperous middle-class people. These are not people trying to get away from areas in North Africa. They look like any European family that you would live next door to. What could be a difference here from other conflicts, you know, that could seem very far away, you know, in Africa or Middle East or whatever. I mean, these are Europeans that we're seeing uh, being killed. This isn't a place, with all due respect, um, you know, like Iraq or Afghanistan. You know, this is a relatively civilized, uh, relatively European, I have to choose those words carefully too, uh, city where you wouldn't expect that or hope that it's going to happen. Wow. That was you choosing your words carefully? That was the careful version? So what were you gonna say if you weren't choosing your words carefully? I just hope the next time this happens, it happens back in the Middle East where it belongs. Like, here's the thing, people, here's the thing. Beyond the racism, right? Like, let, let's, let's forget the racism. Oh, how I wish we could forget about the racism. You do realize that until very recently, fighting crazy wars was Europe's thing. That was Europe's entire thing. That's all of European history. They even had something called the Hundred Years War. You understand how long that is? That's like a decade. They got a Nobel Prize because they stopped fighting. Imagine that. Now people are gonna be like, oh, to see this in, in Europe, to see this. Like, I'll tell you now, I don't know about you, but I was shocked to see how many reporters around the world, by the way, seem to think that it's more of a tragedy when white people have to flee their countries because I guess what, the darkies were built for it? I mean, you see how they run in the Olympics, Peter. Clearly, God has given them this talent for a reason. I totally agree. I mean, even if this wasn't a war, these people would probably be fleeing their homes for fun. It's just who they are. <laughs> back to you guys in the studio. Hey, back to me. There you go. Now, listen, that's the thing. Everybody suddenly has all sorts of compassion. It's no different than the southern border. It's no different than the southern border. You have AOC goes down there and cries. She was actually standing in front of a parking lot, masquerading as if she was standing outside of one of the detention facilities, crying for the kids in cages. She cares about them, but doesn't care about the two million aborted per year in the United States alone. It's all compassion theater. Suddenly everybody cares about the Ukraine, why? Here's the thing, I care too. I'm sending thousands of dollars. I do care, however, why does nobody care about all the other countries where there's an atrocity and atrocities that have been going on for decades or even more than decades? Why does nobody care about South Africa? South Africa right now is systematically butchering its white population. Nobody cares. Why? Why do they not care? Because black people are killing white people and that's politically okay? Nobody cares about other atrocities until lo and behold, it's politically expedient to care about those atrocities. Jordan Schachtel. 
3-2020, millions of people will die if we do not, here it is, this sums it up perfectly in our waning moment. Millions of people will die if we do not lock down immediately. There's what they're doing now. You gotta go into Ukraine right now, right now. There's no time to think. There's no time for debate. Grandma killer, right? 323-2022. We must deploy a no-fly zone right now. There's no time for debate. Debate. It's the exact same narrative once again. It happens every time. Go, yeah, put on Jack Posobiec for me, Will. There we go. I've been asking around about which organization to work with that is directly helping Ukrainian refugee, refugees in Poland. And the answer was, here you go, everybody write these down or screenshot it. I am Caritas, Caritas Ukraine. Please RT this and let's all retweet this. All do what we can to support those people who need it. We are here for the innocents, not for the globalist, elitist, power grabbers we are not here for them we are not here to own nothing and be happy we are here for people who need the help stand strong don't fall for covid too love you all god bless you see you next time lots of other churches are closing they're done and i'm talking about even churches that were small mitigators you know what, you come in, we're, we're keeping our church open, but make sure everybody sits six feet apart. Make sure that you've got alcohol gel on. You can mask if you want. You can do what you just feel comfortable. Bring your own lawn chair, sit in your COVID clumps, but we're actually open. It's absolute insanity. We are never going to be involved in any of that garbage ever. The thing is, we're never gonna close. We never will. That's the way that it is. I don't care who the governor is of Florida. I don't care who the president is of the United States. The Constitution says we have freedom of religion, freedom to assemble, and we will stand. We will stand, period, always. We will stand. We will not. And this is what happens when you do stand and you implement the Word of God. sowing seed into the southern outpost of freedom. There is no other church like this one. Thank you, Lord, and thank you, Lord, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Praise you, Lord, for this building in Jesus' mighty name. Check out our new TLP trucker hat. When you give $25 or more to the podcast, we will ship one out to you. Thank you for investing in the program, and we look forward to you tuning in next time. Hey, I'm Aaron Yeager, producer of the Tom Lively Podcast. If you can't get enough of the show, you can always tune in and watch us live on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We also go live every Saturday night at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is also on the Christian Television Network. You can always watch live at TomLightBlee.com, which is our preferred platform, or on Rumble, Facebook, and YouTube. If you miss a live broadcast, you can always go back and watch on Rumble or TomLightBlee.com. 
It's also available as an audio-only show on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Thank you so much for your continued support and for tuning in.